person book club a podcast dedicated to reading reviewing and reacting to ya fantasy i am izzo and i am sarah and we are your book club you are of course our third book club member we're so happy to have you last week we read up to chapter 58 in kingdom of ash what did Mm -hmm. you think i feel like a broken record (laughs) but nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do feel like every single episode we start with Sarah going, nothing happened. And then I go, what about this thing? But actually, no, this time, uh, this time, yeah, not much happened. I mean, what what actually did happen? Happened. Dorian's a shapeshifter now, inexplicably. Oh, yeah. Dorian suddenly, suddenly shapeshifts. Learned that from the spider. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, Oh my gosh, I just put two in together. I forgot about the spider and I was like, why can't, why is uh, Lysandra's, yeah, why is he young now? (laughs) He like ran in and was like, I'm young. And I was like, oh, okay. SJM was like, ah, shit, I got to work this in somehow because the spider's Yeah, he's too old and gross now. And then I was like, oh, that's right. Dorian killed that spider. Which I feel like they should have kept her around a little bit longer, but whatever. I know, but he could like tell from the from the sword that she was gonna kill them soon or something. He's got his own little personal lie detector. He just like randomly touches the sword. Yeah, it's weird though because it's not just a lie detector. It's like a. It's also like a hype man. <laughs> like his sword. He's like, man, I'm feeling really like scared about this and like, but I know it's my destiny to like save the world or whatever and then it's like the hilt like gets warm like in confirmation of his like feelings that he should be doing this i mean it's like yeah guy it's like a sword this. therapist <laughs> yeah. it's like He's you're like, valuable hey you are good dorian and dorian's like you're warm i know you're right <laughs> yeah, sword. exactly what if dorian was like hey i'm really valuable to this whole like war effort and like I feel like I could really do a lot to help everybody. And then the sword like got cold. I'd be like, you're useless. <laughs> and Dorian was like, oh, okay. I guess this isn't my plan. I'll go. I'll find something. He keeps turning into like a crow also. I'm like, why are you doing that? Oh, yeah. And then one time he was a lady. And then he was like, that really maybe pissed I should Manana go. Off. Yeah. But then also like they were both kind of into it yeah. it got spicy it did get a little spicy I, it was weird and then dorian was like "Ooh, while i'm a woman i should go like pleasure myself i was like what oh i must have not read that very clearly i don't remember that <laughs> i remember him being like my arms bump into my boobs and i was like what <laughs> i know i like moved around to be like do my arms bump yeah do my, my arms boobs? i don't think they- <laughs> was this written by a man <laughs> I know, I was like, maybe I just don't have big enough boobs for that to be a real issue. I don't know. We're both trying now. Maybe he gave himself, like, triple Ds or something. Maybe. And then he's like, whoa. <laughs> I could picture that, though. I I could picture, like, I could buy Dorian being like, I'm going to shapeshift into this, like, basically a video game character. But she says, like, 
he found a Crokin witch walking through the camp and just like followed her and stared at her until he like memorized her to turn into her. Yeah, and like I, they never like really address the logic of that or like the logical conclusion of that, which is that at some point this Crokin witch that he like stole the identity of is gonna see him and be like, "That's me, but with gigantic boobs." <laughs> <laughs> Why did you take my entire face and body except for my boobs? Yeah, why did you... What is happening? Who is this person who looks <laughs> like me but with, that? like, ridiculously large boobs? <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, I should go to a tent. And then he was like, wait, now's not the time. I'm, I'm preparing for battle. Now's not the time to go masturbate. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, Tori. <laughs> is that really what, what happens? Fuck? I totally missed that. What the fuck? <laughs> it is. And when Manon comes up to him, she's like, I'm I'm surprised you didn't explore that body further. And he was like, who says I did it? And I was like, you're disgusting. Ew, that's a, re- that's a real person's body. That is right? a real it's person's like body. Yeah. Ugh. Except for the boobs. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is like giant beach ball boobs. <laughs> It just stuck with me so much. I know that Dorian is like so creepy. <laughs> like, to be fair, Lysandra did the same thing. She shifted into somebody with big boobs. She just got stuck in that body when magic disappeared. <laughs> but when she turns into a... Has she ever turned into a guy? I don't know. If she has, they haven't mentioned it. Or I've forgotten it. Or maybe I never read it. Because clearly I don't read I don't very closely. I think she's ever been a guy. She's been Aelin. Yeah, she's been Aelin for a while. And that backfired. Finally. I know. I'm like over that. I'm so over it. Like I'm over Adian being pissed. I'm over the like, we've got to pretend to be Aelin in order to fight this battle. I'm like over all of it. I'm over them being separated. Like I was kind of surprised when the actual like war fighting battles and stuff started happening because for having this huge plan and being like super prepared for this war, they were not prepared at all. And not even in terms of no. like the things that they had or the people they had access to or like any of that kind of stuff. But they don't they don't have a plan to communicate with each other. Like they sent Kaol to the southern continent and then like he'll find us. Like they, they weren't like, okay, in in a month we're gonna meet at blah 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 and send word there if you are gonna be longer than a month or like like they, they set up no right. plan to communicate at all. I know. I'm like, you couldn't have had, like, a carrier pigeon or something? Like, half of you guys are magic. Yeah. You couldn't just send send word somehow? Aelin is the first person to send a letter, the whole book, and it's after she's rescued. Okay, we also messed up our, our recap. What happened in this book so far? Not anything. Nothing happened. Aelin was super... Uh, tortured. Tortured. But then rescued. really, really bad. Uh, finally rescued and by escaped. Rowan and Lorcan. So really yeah, she, she escaped, escaped and, was, and then rescued. was rescued, yeah. Elite is still alive, still not talking to Lorcan. Lorcan and now Fenris also have the blood oath. I don't she's like that. She's not giving it to Gabriel because she's going to let Adian take it first. Yeah, which first out of everyone in his family, but not out of everyone in the world, which he wanted to be. <laughs> Right. I can't believe she I gave know. it to Lorcan feel... before Adian. Like, Adian's gonna be oh so mad. Oh my god. <laughs> Adian is gonna be so mad. I just feel like Adian is too kind to Aelin. Like, too forgiving. 
because she's kind of a dick to him a lot. Yeah. Okay, so that's that crew. Um, Irene is pregnant. Disgusting. I'm so mad about it. Why are you disgusted by her pregnancy? You are a product of pregnancy, so don't give pregnancy shade because without pregnancy, you would not be here. I know, but I can also appreciate that I am alive and also be like, ooh, what a gross process. Yeah, that's true. It's like hot dogs. You can eat a hot dog and be like, hot dogs are pretty good. And then be like, what a gross process. Here's the thing. It's weird that you mentioned hot dogs, though, because so my husband told me recently, hot dogs take 33 minutes off your life. For every hot dog you eat, it takes 33 minutes off your life. I heard that. I read that online. Where did you guys read this? I like, why is this common knowledge? (laughs) I think I saw it. um, I saw it on Twitter. And then someone said, I don't care. It's a curse to exist. Give me my hot dog. I was like, I've never liked a hot dog enough to be like, it's worth it. Hot dogs taste weird um, and are not real. I mean, they're they're not like an illusion, like your mind made them up, but they're not real meat. Or maybe it did. This is what Maeve did. Maeve and Karen did to uh, Aelin as they broke into her mind and made her believe that hot dogs are real. <laughs> We're taking 33 minutes off your life. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time. 33 minutes. <laughs> they're playing the long game there. <laughs> they're <just laughs> Her cardiovascular system will never recover. (laughs) No healer in the world could help her now. (laughs) What did Maeve do to you? Your sodium levels are so high. (laughs) This was such a dumb joke. (laughs) This is our worst bit. (laughs) And we've had some bad ones. I don't know if anyone will believe this, but we actually cut a lot out of this show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we do. So... (laughs) Anyway, so my husband told me about this hot dog thing, the 33-minute thing. He was like, you can reverse it with exercise. And so then I started thinking, like, if you can reverse, like, how much exercise reverses taking 33 minutes off your life? If it's, like, an hour of, like, moderate exercise and you eat one hot dog, if you do two hours of moderate exercise, have you reversed the effects of that 33 minutes and then added an additional 33 minutes to your life? mathematically, you could live forever. Maybe that's Maeve's secret. She just exercises a lot. She exercises and eats healthy, and that's her secret to immortality. (laughs) (laughs) She's not actually a demon. She's just very health conscious. That's the most interesting thing that happened in this book, is the hot dog thing (laughs) that didn't actually happen. Oh, Irene is pregnant, which is annoying. Um... Because also, I think why I'm so annoyed by it is because they knew each other for, like, maybe a month. Mm -hmm. And then got married. Mm -hmm. And then, what, a week later, she's pregnant? So Irene got the Lane Kim treatment. Yes, that is exactly what I thought when I found out that she was pregnant. I was like, man, they had sex maybe twice, and now she's pregnant? Yeah. I think it was super irresponsible because the whole southern continent crew are the only ones who but at the time that irene got pregnant they're the only ones that knew that Maeve was a vogue queen so everyone else is already like wow this is a really dangerous war Maeve is the queen of the fae and she's really scary and erwin is a vogue king that's terrifying 
But the Southern Continent knows extra details, and they're having babies. They didn't even send a note. They did not even send a note. You know that Kale's excuse is going to be, well, we didn't know where to send it. Literally anywhere. Literally anywhere. Because everyone knows what Aelin looks like, and everybody knows somebody who knows Aelin. That's what I have learned from this book. And I don't care Mm -hmm. if that's implausible, because in the book, they have established that. Everyone knows someone who knows Aelin. Mm-hmm. And everyone has heard where Aelin is. Because when she shows up, they're like, oh, everyone thought that you were in Terrison. Everyone thought that Rowan was in Terrison. I mean, they didn't even try. I know. And what's crazy is that we already we have already established in Tower of Dawn, everyone in the Cognit, they all have spies everywhere. Yes. You, you're telling me they can't send, you can't send a letter to one of your spies and have your spies search around? I'm annoyed at the Southern Continent people, and Daro is, like, the worst guy ever. Yeah, he sucks. I couldn't believe that he was, like, give me the sort of Orinth. I would have stabbed him. Take it out of your chest yourself, you dummy. I hate you. Adian, huge asshole right now. Lysandra, yeah. almost died, is alive, is mad at Adian, their relationship yeah. in the she's toilet. Doing, she's really doing her best. Mm, I disagree with that. Work smarter, not harder. And Lysandra is like the embodiment of the opposite of that. Okay, but to be fair, no one is helping her. What do you mean no one is helping her? She has four armies helping her. What do you mean no one is helping her? Like helping her plan. Adian. Because it's a shit plan. Yeah, but her plan, she has done. Her plan is, hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Aelin. And I can fight pretty well, and that'll be enough. But in the actual battle, she doesn't have any fucking plan. She turns into a ghost leopard and is like, I like those sound effects. That's exactly my point, though. Work smarter, not harder. And what would have been smart is for her to show up as Aelin at the very beginning and say, look, I'm going to go fight Erwin, like, head to head in Marath. And you guys have to hold Terrison because I can't be here. Like, they did not think this plan through. And then instead of, like, regrouping and being like, okay, what's a strategic way to make this work? Lysander was just like, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to be a wyvern and a ghost leopard and Aelin and this and that. And I'm going to be exhausted all the time. And, like, I like Lysandra for the most part. But I do not like people who are like, I'm going to push myself to the brink of death by exhaustion. To make a point that I'm very valuable and doing the most and you can't do this without me. And that's what she's doing. And that's basically exactly what she says to Adian. It took me almost dying for you to realize that I've been doing everything in my power to make this work. And I've been working so hard and blah, 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 blah. And you didn't appreciate that before. That's manipulative. I really don't think that Lysandra had thought of a better plan. And so I'm mad at Adian because if Adian had taken his head out of his ass for literally, I don't know, three minutes to look at the picture as a whole and been like, Lysandra's not good at Aelin, as Aelin because Lysandra doesn't have the planning brain that Aelin has. Mm-hmm. But Adian has a good brain for plans. And so I think that's what Aelin's plan was. Lysandra was always going to end up with Adian. And so Adian was going to help finish the plans that... Lysandra would not come up with. But because he was like so butthurt about not being a part of the, not told the plan, 
he wouldn't work with her to make a new plan. Yeah, I mean, that's true. All of that is true, and that's all on Adian. But I do not like this whole, like, air of Lysandra as the victim here because she, he's got a little bit of a point. Aelin created a court and then did not trust them and left them in the dark and set them up for failure because she created a plan that lied, specifically lied to them and tricked them. And you can't have, you can't have people follow you into a life or death situation when you lie to them. Yeah. And Lysandra was part of that lie. She willingly went along with that lie. Yeah. And I get that. And like that, I am also upset about. And so I understand why Adian is so hurt, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, but now you're in war. So use Lysandra, who's obviously a very good weapon and her being Aelin is not convincing. And you know that because he's putting out those like disappointment conversations like 10 times a day. Yeah. Like, I feel really bad for Adian on, like, a global scale because since he, like, he did so much to make sure that Aelin got back, including starting the rumor way back in book three, Aelin Galathinius was alive somewhere. And he has been shit on by Aelin over and over and over. I know. That's why I'm like, Aelin doesn't deserve Adian. Because she treats him like trash every chance that she gets. Yeah, and he just takes it. And yeah. he's lied to over and over and his trust is broken and and I think that that's why it was like a breaking point for him. And then when Lysandra stayed in Aelin's body to fight the Ilkin, even though it meant that she might die, I think that sent a message to him that like finally she gets it. Like he and Lysandra were not on the same page because he was like you are screwing us over by not being there. And she's like, everybody wants me to do everything. They want me to be a wyvern and kill a bunch of people and a ghost leopard and kill a bunch of people. And they also want me to be Aelin. And like, no, they just want you to be Aelin. And also, I'm sorry, but grab an aerosol can and a lighter and do some like close-up magic. I I also feel like there has to be some kind of magic that she can do. I think that's why Aelin took, like when we finally see her ready to fight in Aniel, I think that's what that moment was for her too, which, okay, I don't understand why Aniel is so important. We finally have Aelin, she's gonna fight, and where is she fighting? Not with her cousin, who just was almost incinerated with that witch tower, which we finally understand how it fully works. Yeah, that that was was fucked up. Yeah, that was really fucked up. And that's really where Aelin needs to be, but instead... She's in fucking Anio, fighting with Kaol and the Ruck Riders. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" She's like, "I have to get to Terrison. And they even say when she when she has Lorcan take the blood oath, everybody's like standing around the on the deck of the ship, being like, "To Terrison. And she's like, "To Terrison. And that's where the chapter ends. And then mm-hmm. they go to Aniel. There cannot be anything of importance in Aniel. I just can't. I don't believe that there's anything. And I know that there's gonna be. There's not. Like, no, no, there's not. There's not. I think that the reason that they're there, at least what they've said, the reason that they're there is to convince 
the people from the southern continent to go to Terrasin. Yeah. But I'm like, they already agreed to, yeah, they already agreed to go to Terrasin. But now they're like, I don't know if we'll go to Terrasin. I'm like, why? You already said you would. Well, now now they're going to be like, well, we said we would help fight in one battle and Aniel's a big, this has been a big battle. Uh, no, this is like a tiny skirmish. The big battle is in Terrasin and then in Morath. I always get stressed, too, because uh, I don't understand how many soldiers they have. So when they, well, I don't, they don't ever explain it. And so when they're like 4,000 of our soldiers got incinerated by the witch tower, I'm like, oh, God, they've got like 20 people left. But then they're like, and then 4,000 people died in this other battle, too. And I'm like, okay, so now they've got 20 people left. And then they're like, and also another like 5,000 got totally demolished by some Ilkin. And I'm like, okay, now they have 20 left? I don't really know. (laughs) Here's the other thing about that. Lysandra was like flying and said that Ren had taught her how to count soldiers, like lines of soldiers. And she said that there were like 50,000 of them. But how many soldiers do they have? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm stressed because they're making it sound like they have like 300 people. Against 50,000, I'm not even going to bother getting invested in caring about whether or not they win because there's no way on the planet that they're going to win. I've seen the no. movie 300. They didn't win. <laughs> I thought, like, Gallon brought, like, 10,000, right? But think about how... 10,000? I don't know. When did they give us these numbers? And, like, think about how many battles they've had. There have been three big battles so far where yeah. they have lost men. Yeah, and they didn't they lost only like 1200 men. They they didn't they give lose us a many. number. Okay. Yeah. So they lose like 1200 out of that 5000. Yeah. Then there's that battle where they're like they like went I think that's when they went down to Parenth mm-hmm. and they were fighting but then they had to retreat. Actually, I guess they went south of Parenth because then they retreated to Parenth and that was when the third battle happened. And they got incinerated by the witch towers. And now they're retreating even further. So how many people do they realistically have left? Because in the the battle that was, I guess, south of Parenth, they made it sound like they got totally demolished. And then they went back up to Parenth and then they said, we've lost Parenth. And everyone, like, not even like there was a battle. Like, everyone just got incinerated by the witch tower. Yeah, I think that maybe they have, like, 2,000 people Left. left maybe a thousand it's exhausting I'm, yeah trying to I'm, keep up with the logic of this the numbers don't it doesn't add up sjm it doesn't <laughs> add up make it make sense yeah we're not math majors but like we're not any kind of majors we're not in college yeah we i have two degrees majors. you have three <laughs> yeah none of them are in math no none of them are in math <laughs> i had to take a statistics uh, class one time and I actually, I got an A in it. Me too. But um, when I checked my final grades, this was my freshman year of college, the spring semester of my freshman year. So it was when I was going into summer. I checked my final grades and I got a C in the class. And I was like, um, no, I got an A in this class. So I emailed the professor and was like, hey, I got an A in the class. I think I got an A in the class, but I, it shows up as a C. So I'm really confused. And she was like, oh, the first test that I handed back um, you were supposed to turn it back in so I could record grades and you never did. So I just gave you a zero. And I was like, that was our first exam, like in February. Why didn't you tell me when you put the zero in that I needed to give it back to you? Like, or that I forgot to give it back to you or whatever. So anyway, she was like, send me a picture of it. So I did. And then she gave me an A. Let's talk about the witch towers. Can we talk about how fucking scary those are? 
they are terrifying. I did not realize fully what they were. No, I feel like in the past books, they weren't explained well enough to be what they were. Well, she dropped clues, but I thought the yielding was going to... Like, she was like... She kept mentioning the yielding. Yeah. Witches don't have powers except for the yielding. Witches don't have powers except for the yielding, you know? And yeah. so I knew the yielding would come up, but I didn't know that it would be magnified by the witch towers because that is dark to be like, okay, our witches are our ammunition. So you have 300 witches, that's like 300 bombs. I am really interested to see what happens when Manon hears how the witch towers work. I think she knows. Maybe she doesn't. I don't think that she knows. Because she told that she Petra Blue fully. Blood. I thought she told all the Iron Teeth, like, hey, they, you're never going to see the Wastes. She did, but I guess I didn't put together that, like, their yielding was going to be used. And, like, that's why they weren't. I thought that she was being, like, they're going to bring you to Morath and, like, make you create these monsters and that will kill you. I don't know. If she. I, I feel like she knows. I feel like she doesn't only because she didn't share how useful that information was going to be. Adian didn't put it together until he saw the witch go into the tower. And then he was like, oh, I don't understand. She jumped, right? Do you remember what <laughs> chapter that was? Uh, oh, wait, I have probably a color code. Yeah. Why don't you explain your color system to our third book club member? Yeah. Okay. So I got, I found this online, like a color coding system, because I don't really like highlighting or underlining or any of that stuff to annotate things but I do kind of like the idea of being able to go back to like big moments and stuff so I found these um like colored sticky tabs and I just put them like on the page on the part that I want to go back to and so blue is when there's a sad moment or sad part or something that just made me sad um I have two greens. I have a dark green and a light green. And the dark green is for any time I'm like, oh, shit. So I know that the tower was probably in a dark green. Um, the light green is the, oh, wait, hold on. What? Where it's like, it's also kind of an oh, shit, but it's not as big of a moment. Um, yellow is when I'm like, ooh, this is going to come back in the plot later. Somehow this is going to be a big plot thing. Orange is for spicy pepper scenes. When something gets a little spicy, I put a little orange thing. There are two currently. That's it. Yeah. It's just because they're uh, Dorian, like, flirting with Manon. And he gets a little spicy when he's He flirting. does get a little spicy. He's, like, dangerous. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, Dorian, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> uh, but that's been about it. The one scene with Aelin and Rowan does not get a spicy pepper. That was not spicy. It, it wasn't was spicy. It was weird. Yeah. Um, pink is when there's every little, like, romantic moment or, like, a really romantic line. I think I have... I think I only have, like, two or three of those. One of them is when Rowan finds her again and is like, of course I would find you. I would spend all eternity looking for you. And I was like, oh... Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, And then red is... Hmm, thanks, I hate it. So one of the reds is one of the times that Karen was uh, torturing Aelin. And I was like, oh, God, that's 
really awful. I hate it. Thanks for describing it like that. Um, and then another one is when Fenris was like, um, I'm only here to help you heal. And then I have to keep going having sex with Maeve after she just had my brother stab himself in the chest in front of me. And I was like, oh, geez, thanks. I hate it. And the last one is um, Irene saying that she's pregnant. And I went, mm, thanks. I hate it. Yeah, I hate that too. I found it. It's so fun. do you, it's on page 400. Do you want to hear what the three, 399 and 400? Do you want to hear what the, the tower looks like? Yeah, I do. So we were both right. Okay. And by that, I mean, I was wrong. <laughs> And you were right. So it's a oh, giant. I do have a dark green on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it so it is a giant stone tower made of wordstone. Oh. But it doesn't look like a lighthouse. It looks like a like a castle t- like turret almost. And it's oh. got the little like you know in, in the castle walls. It's got like um little uh. Like windows openings? cut out of it yeah so that like yeah. archers can go can shoot out of it it's mm-hmm. got those but right behind those are mirrors that can be turned like oh. little you know machine guns or whatever um and then at the top there's a big platform with a curved mirror and the curved mirror is pointing down into the tower at all the other mirrors it says The witches in dark robes were gathered around what seemed to be a curved mirror angled into the hollow core of the tower. And then it like talks about like what Adian is thinking and feeling. So that's probably why I skipped this part. A black light began glowing around the figure, the witch. She lifted her hands up above her head, the power rallying. The dark power was still building, growing around the witch in an unholy aura when she simply walked off the lip of the tower landing right into the hole in the tower center. Okay, so she did jump also. Yeah, so we so we were both right, kind of. You were right about what it looked like, and I was right about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems correct about yeah. it. <laughs> it does. Okay, yeah, the towers are terrifying. I hate them. It is really... Oh, I love them. Are you serious? It's so scary. It's like the only thing that has elicited an emotional response from me besides annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> I... I love the idea of them, like what they are and do. Hate how dangerous they are for the people I'm invested in. That's true. Yeah. I was like, there's no way they're going to get out of this. And I actually like, I don't really understand how powerful it is because it says that it incinerates the entire army. But then like Adian is like, I threw my body on top of Lysandra and we're both fine. That's like the kids that like... Duck and cover. Yeah, duck and cover. Get under your desks and the nuclear explosion won't get to you. Right. I also pictured that it was going to be like nuclear explosion. And I was like, oh my gosh, how are they going to get out of that? Because Adian spends like that whole time being like looking around being like, there's nowhere for us to hide. There's no hills. There's no trees. There's nothing. We... Made a huge mistake. He just throws her on the ground and jumps on top of her. Yeah. And then they're fine. And like, I get that he's half fae or whatever. So he's pretty, he can heal pretty quickly or whatever. But like. Yeah. It says Adian threw Lysandra into the mud and snow and hurled himself over her as if it would somehow spare her from the roaring force that erupted from the tower right at their army. One heartbeat, their left flank was fighting as they retreated once more. The next, a wave of black-tinted light slammed into 4,000 soldiers. When it receded, there was only ash and dented metal. 
Okay, so it makes it seem like there's no one left. Yeah, it is nuclear explosion. But then they go back, Lysandra wakes up, and I think there's like a, a thousand men left. I think you made that up, but it does seem like there are men left. Yeah, but like more than like 50 men. I don't know. I really don't know. There's enough of them, like, Adian keeps making them do work or ran- random work and stuff, I think. I don't know. Okay, don't do you know. want a question? Yeah, give me some questions. We'll have a question from our third book club member. Okay, so we have a question submitted by Melanie. Thanks, Ooh. Melanie, for your question. Melanie Thanks. says, does Alid end up forgiving Lorcan? I think, yeah, of course, she's gotta. I think she will, too. Yeah. Because here's the other thing. I don't understand why she's so mad at him. Uh, our third book club member can't see the look that I'm giving you right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I would be pissed at Lorcan. Are you serious? So, yes. I do get why she started being mad. Because he sold out Aelin's position and ended up is the reason that she got caught. That I get. But now, Aelin is back with them. Mm-hmm. And Lorcan is helping them. Yeah. And has apologized a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I also don't understand what else he has to do. He is, his power is death. And he served a demon. Not just served, like... Gabriel and Fenris and Rowan, when the blood oath was severed, were all like, whew, glad that blood oath was severed, you know, or except Fenris, who like almost died (laughs) severing the blood oath. Lorcan was like in love with Maeve or thought he was in love with Maeve and was like sad when she severed the blood oath. And uh, I think Elid is really scared by the type of person who would be attracted to someone who at their core is a demon, a demon queen. Yeah, Maeve is mean. And also, she never, like, she and Lorcan never actually were together. No, And, like, Lorcan wanted to be, but part of me wonders, like, if they had gotten together, do you think he would have known or, like, noticed? No. No, because they said that her blood tasted normal. So she would like, that's how deep the con was. She like got into their brains, which makes me kind of wonder if she like, if she could get into their brains to make them like not notice that her blood was Vogue blood. Then I wonder if like she made him love her just to be like, I wonder if Lorcan is also thinking that like, I think that's why I feel bad is because I am sure that Lorcan is also going through his own very deep existential crisis about yeah. he spent 500 years of his life dedicated to this woman and in the last month has learned everything that he did was a complete waste of time and a lie. Yeah, that's true. He was definitely like m- mentally and emotionally abused for sure. Yeah. So like, and he finally has like a genuine kind emotion towards a lead. Like he, does care about her and then she's so mean to him all the time (laughs) she is yeah she kind of goes overboard with it but i get why she would be like i don't know if i can trust you yeah i do too but part of me is like how much more does he have to do now i think gabriel also is like on your side with that because he's like hey chill out with this 
Yeah, me and Gabriel are on the same team. Gabriel's my new favorite. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> Gabriel's not doing anything. I feel like, do you ever like, okay, so with, you know, with movies, like you can see what everyone is doing all the time, pretty much. With yeah. books, if they're not mentioned, like, if someone's in the room but not mentioned, like, you don't know what they're doing. So they I just, just picture... There, like an NPC. Yeah, that's exactly what I picture. Because they, like, they're like, and also Gabriel was there, but he doesn't say anything sometimes. Or, like, he does, He definitely doesn't do anything. Sometimes he'll say, like, one thing, but most of the time he's just, like, not mentioned at all. So I just picture, like, all of this stuff going on and then Gabriel just standing there, like, blinking. Mm-hmm. He's just watching observing and then he comes up later to a lead and it's like he wasn't lying he does feel bad and she yeah. goes i didn't ask you gabriel yeah he's like i've never heard lorcan apologize for anything ever and she's like whatever even to mave he's never yeah. even apologized to mave i was like hmm what an interesting comment you made gabriel <laughs> I, it's so annoying though that she was like um how could you be in love with a monster and he's like why why do you care? Why are you asking me? And she's like, because I want to know how I could have fallen in love with a monster. And I'm like, you guys made out one time and then he ruined your life and everyone else's life. You weren't in love with him. You know what I mean? I know. Um, okay. What else has happened in this book? Oh, Manon totally decimated the yellow legs matron. Yeah, that was awesome. Killed her, beheaded hers, took back the Crokin crown and now all of the Crokins are like, yeah, she's our witch queen. Which I love. I also love that Manon is like being accepted by the Crokin witches uh-huh. and is now queen of both. Like, oh, I love it. I agree. It's like, it. it's a really nice arc for Manon and it has happened exactly in, in the time frame and the way that it should have happened. Like, it's all very satisfying. I feel like Manon has had the best, most solid arc of everyone. Like, hers has made the most sense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's reacted to it the most logically. Um, I think because it's not connected to Aelin at all. Yeah. Do you think she's going to get the Crokins to go with her to... Uh... Harrison. I don't I think the iron teeth too I think that um the blue blood matron is gonna go back and be like look this bitch killed the yellow legs matron and also kind of made a point a good point and Petra's gonna be like look I've been telling you this for a long time that she's been making yeah. good points and then Manon's grandmother turned out to be a coward in yeah, in the right way away. in a way that Manon never would have been a cat like Manon I think Manon was really surprised because if Manon were in the other position, she wouldn't have run. And I think she thought, like, Blackbeaks don't run, you know. Mm-hmm. But then the Blackbeak matron ran. And she was scared to die, which is something that Manon has never been scared to do. No. The, the last time that she fought her grandmother, even then she didn't run. She fell off the edge and then she was knew caught. she was going to die. Yeah, she knew she was going to die and she was like at peace with it because the 13 had gotten away. Yeah, I think the Blue Bloods are going to rally and join Manon. I got really distracted by all the merchandise this person has. Of what? Of uh, the Throne of Glass series. They've got candles that are like. They've got Is there mugs. There's a candle that smells like Terrison. There's a candle that smells like Manon. What? It says Manon on it. 
It smells like black currant, orange, and blackberry. Ooh, that does sound nice, actually. Okay, do you want to guess what Dorian smells like? I think this is just like the way that other characters describe them smelling when they're about to bone. Is there something salty? Like ocean breeze. Uh huh. Ocean breeze. I was thinking like ice, but ice, you can't, there's not, ice doesn't have a smell. Wind. Wind just brings you the other smells of the things around you. Wind is not a smell. Wait, but there's another smell. There's ocean breeze, which is the same as wind. I just want to point out. <laughs> yeah, it's windy wind, salty wind, <laughs> salty wind, wind. windy wind, <laughs> cold wind. Is that oh, the next you're close. One? Frost. <laughs> no, this uh, Dorian candle smells like storms, wind, and ocean breeze. So it's like strong wind, 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 and salty wind. Do you want to guess Kale's smell? Boring. It's boring. <laughs> boring and boring and boring. Okay, what is a scent that means the same thing as boring? Vanilla. Yeah, that's part of it is vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have sand. They were in the desert for a while. Um, no, amber is one of his, which I don't know what amber smells like. <laughs> so cedarwood, vanilla, and amber, that's it. Ooh, for the next one, list off the scents, and then I try and guess who it is. Okay, you will never get this one. Rain, wind, leather, and lilies. Lorcan? No. Rowan? No. He's pie and snow. I'm somehow worse at this. Is this even in the book that we're reading? (laughs) Yes. Mort. Mort's candle would be like steel, steel magic, and croissants. I really want a candle that smells like steel and bread. He doesn't smell like croissants. We just assume he likes them because he's French. Yeah, it's like a little buttery. Okay, no offense to the French. I feel like we have to say that every episode. <laughs> yeah, I gave up. I don't know who this candle is for. It's a Braxis. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, do you want to do another one? Yeah. So this one is pine, mountain wind, and snow. I want to say Rowan. Yeah. Okay. What well, do you mean you I want to so say bad. Rowan? Look, okay. Pine and snow. Who? Pine and snow, always. Abraxas's candle really threw me off. It's basically just word association, I feel like. Iron, blood, and uh, uh, specifically the blood of a croaking witch. <laughs> This candle is iron, the blood of a croaking witch, and the shame of being a kinslayer. What an interesting and unique scent. I love it in my um, bathroom while I'm trying to take a bath. It's very relaxing. It's so calming. Especially the scent of witch's blood. Okay, um, if you made a candle of any character, what candle would you make and what scents would it have? I mean, I feel like I already made Manon's candle, and I nailed it. We're now opening a candle business, yeah. No, we are not. But oh. <laughs> that candle company, if you would like to try those <laughs> those sets out, uh, can you send us one? Yeah, let us know. I mean, especially if it smells really bad, and you're like, this was your idea. I can't sell this. Definitely Yeah, send just it send it to too. us. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any reviews? Oh, yeah, reviews. Okay, sorry, I forgot about reviews. Okay, here is a one-star review from Lauren. Oh, Lauren. 
For Kingdom of Ash? For Kingdom of Ash. It says, the title is, Unfortunately Predictable, Poorly Written, and Boring. Well, I will say, we've read just the first half, and Lauren doesn't seem incorrect. That's fair. Um, This will be an unpopular opinion. This book is horribly written, disappointingly predictable, and unnecessarily drawn out. There was absolutely no development, depth, or even discernible personality differences between the characters. All of the female characters have a sad backstory with insurmountable challenges, but they're all absolutely badass and have swagger that male counterparts and seasoned leaders just bow their heads to. The males, on the other hand, are all hardened, overly protective warriors that somehow find the perfect balance between possessiveness and trustfulness in each other and their love interests. Okay, I don't see anything bad with any of this so far. No, I mean, they all kind of are the same characters. She's not wrong, but I mean, I don't really mind that. Yeah, we can't have too much of a good thing. Anyway, (laughs) the the romantic relationships in this series are toxic. After reading this book, you would think that verbal abuse, wishing a person dead, and then immediately being intimate with that person is normal in a relationship. I feel like that's specifically calling out a DN. Yeah, it's because who else is like that? uh, A lead to Lorcan. Oh yeah, but they're not like. Well, I guess. I guess Lysander and Adian aren't either. Well, no. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I got really mad at Adian when they had that whole thing. And she was like, I've never felt more, like, belittled than when you threw me out into the snow. Then he says, I meant what I said on the beach. I still mean it. That promise he made on the beach when she first fought all those, like, wyverns. I was like, okay, where was that Adian? Who made that promise? Where was he the last two months? Because you can't just say that. Yeah. I was so mad at him. He broke anyway, those promises. Continue. I know. Continue on, Lauren. There's only one sentence left. Oh, just kidding. Oh. Two sentences left. The only reason why I finished this series is because it was a great idea that showed a lot of promise. Unfortunately, the quality of writing diminished entirely by the end of the series, which was anticlimactic and not worth the read. I will say, even in the five-star reviews, I, I have read that there is some decision made at the end of the book that is unmotivated and disappointing. That has me a little more interested than how I'm reading so far. I will also say that the writing got better from the first book and kind of got the best it's been in Queen of Shadows, and it has slowly gotten worse again. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, here's another one-star review from Christina. Ooh, Christina, welcome. Christina's title is Poor Quality. Christina says, Love the series, but the hardcover book arrived with the cover broken. Also, the pages are super thin, like translucent. Mine are too, actually. Oh, really? My pages are super thin. Sometimes I accidentally pull um, one page, or I pull like three pages, and it's, I'm like, oh, it's just, I thought it was just one page. Wow. This review also says, I didn't know what was going on at the beginning of the book. Who are all these people that were introduced with Kaol? Oh, so she. she and then did the not next read. sentence is, I didn't read Kaol's book, so maybe it's explained there. <laughs> okay, so I guess that answers do you have to read Tower of Dawn? Probably. Yeah, well, Christina didn't. This one is from Cassie. Okay, Cassie. She gave it one star. Oof. She said, I did it. I survived this hellscape. 
I don't know how. I might have shaved off about 15 years of my life getting through 980 pages in about a week and a half so that I could get the book back to the library, but I did it. But my God, at what cost? I'm not even sure where to start with this steaming pile of garbage. It was nearly a thousand pages and hardly anything of note really happened. Thank you, Cassie. I feel validated. She is being a lot. There is a lot more filler as the books have gone on too. And I'm like, why? In fact, Cassie says it was filled with filler nonsense and ridiculous internal feuds that were not only pointless, but made absolutely no sense to even exist, especially with this world ending war on just to fill pages. And anything of note that did happen was so sloppily handled that I wanted to scream. All of these people who are like, I don't love you anymore. You're still me. I hate you. I'm like, the world is ending. Mm -hmm. Move on. You can have this debate later. Just work together. You know, I feel like you and I would handle it differently, though, because you're talking about like, okay, we're about to go to battle. So let's really quick get this like aired out. And we can talk about it more in depth if we both survive. But just in case we don't survive, like, here's where I'm at. That's what I hear you saying. Mm -hmm. Me, I would be like, um, this person could die in this battle. So let's have this conversation if they live. Because if they die, no point in having the conversation now, can't have it later. <laughs> so if they survive, we'll have the conversation. But if they don't, then problem solved. <laughs> I don't have to communicate. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would be like, I would have the like heaviness of God, I never told them. And now I'm mad. And now they'll never know I'm mad. And I'm just, I need the closure. Okay, something to, we're going to post this on our Twitter, which is at 3PBC underscore podcast. Um, And you can also answer this question um, by emailing us at 3PBCpodcast at Um, Mm gmail.com. But the question that we will leave you all with today is, what is some music that reminds you of Throne of Glass? Ooh, that's a pretty good one. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write that down so I can think about it too. That was submitted by Kayla. Ooh, thanks, Kayla. All right, so next episode, we're finishing Kingdom of Ash. We're finishing finishing the whole series. series. Yeah, Yeah. it's done. We're closing this chapter. And then after that, we'll talk about the next book that we're going to read, which we're pretty excited about. But finishing Kingdom of Ash. We have spent so long Mm -hmm. with these characters with these Mm -hmm. books in this series i'm ready i'm ready for the ending actually i am too i'm so ready i'm gonna finish it tomorrow just kidding no i'm not gonna finish it tomorrow me either um but we're gonna finish it soon and i'm really excited to see how it ends so check back with us next week Uh when we finish kingdom of ash happy reading (laughs) 